letter from her that she was owled out. She had collected all the owls that she could and would, and that this would be the last. And, I, and in many ways, I was very happy to hear that because they were taking over her house. Which leads me to the notion of when is a collection okay and when is it problematic? When is hanging on to stuff simply a harmless activity and when does it really get in the way of the way people live? Clearly, if a collection begins to take over a house, if there's no room to walk, if maintaining the collection in terms of dusting it or ensuring that things don't tarnish becomes overwhelming, then it begins to be problematic. If the collection is irking someone else in the house, in other words, um, husband, mother, brother, wife, son, daughter, whomever, is upset because of the space the collection is taking or the devotion that the collector is devoting to the collection, then it can become a problem. Certainly if the collection is expensive or wasteful, that can be a cause for concern. Clearly, many collections are rewarding, enjoyable, and even valuable. Uh, people collect postcards, vintage postcards, old-time postcards, modern postcards. Um, some people collect coins, which have great numismatic value. Some hoard gold and silver, fearing that the decline of the dollar or other currencies will make their collections even more valuable. I've seen people hold on to pens that were unusual or had um, indications of where they were from. Same with uh, matchbook covers. Maps are a popular collection, as are books, uh, pieces of China, war artifacts. I know people that have hung on to uh, fired shells, old knives. Some people collect art. Some collect uh, baseball memorabilia or football or other sports memorabilia. Regardless of the type of collection, given that it's not problematic, in other words, you're not holding on to things to the degree that people on the television show Hoarders have done, where the rooms of their house become impassable because they're hanging on to too much, and their own relatives won't visit because the house is just a tremendous eyesore from the inside out, Given that your collections are reasonably appropriate, we're going to discuss strategies for maintaining control of the collection, keeping pack ratism at a minimum, and in general having more of a life. Let's begin then with six strategies for control. The first technique that I've devised is what I call the cubic yard. Suppose, for whatever you're collecting, you only had the opportunity to house that collection within one cubic yard. In other words, three feet by three feet by three feet. Roughly the space available under, say, a card table. If you can house your collection in a cubic yard, then all other things considered, chances are it's not too bad. It's not taking over the house. It's not even taking over a room if you have the appropriate shelves or containers that enable you to literally keep it in a compact assemblage so that it might indeed fit under 
the size of a card table or um, something roughly the dimensions of a cubic yard. So that's the cubic yard measure of control. A second measure of control is what I call the five times rule. Suppose you've been hanging on to something, whether it's part of a collection or not, and, and whether or not you've been accused of being a pack rat by others, you're not completely sure if you should be hanging on to a particular item or you should let it go. I mean, it's not clear. There's good competing reasons on both sides of the aisle. Well, the five times rule works this way. Keep the item out and in the open for five consecutive days. Once a day or more, take a look at the item. In other words, look at it five times. After five times, if you can't think...